Welcome to another episode of the Victory Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church in Valdosta, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry and the impact it has had in our community for over 50 years, visit VictoryBaptistValdosta.com. Now let's listen to today's message from God's Word. Psalm 119, 119th Psalm is where we'll be at. We'll take our place there. We'll read a couple of verses, I'll share a couple of thoughts, and then we'll have a time of prayer, and we'll go home. do appreciate uh, how good the Lord's been to us and to our family. We had a tremendous year, and uh, God, a lot of trials, some, some, some things that we had to overcome, but, but the Lord overall uh, was so much better to us than we deserved. So thankful for it. Uh, with Rebecca and I was sitting there a few minutes ago, and uh, she uh, leaned over and uh, told me, I appreciate you that prayed for her surgery and her procedure and I know we didn't say a ton about that. She leaned over and told me that she had reread uh, some of the pathology reports. And I'm just thankful. Uh, that could have been a lot worse uh, than what I guess we even understood up until just maybe a day or two ago. Uh, but the Lord's been so good to us. He's been so kind. He's been so faithful. And I'm thankful that he's more faithful to us than we are to him. And the Lord's just always been so good to us. And we're just blessed and thankful for it. Psalm 119, we'll read maybe the first 12 verses, we'll have a word of prayer, and then I will try to give you what it is that's on our heart. In Psalm 119, verse 1, it says, uh, it says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently, all that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. In verse 6 he said, Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with the uprightness of heart. When I shall have learned of thy, uh, of thy righteous judgments, I will keep thy statutes, O forsake me not utterly, Verse 9, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto uh, according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wonder from thy commandments. Thy word have I hidden mine heart that I might not sin against God. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. We could read these other verses, but I believe for sake of time we'll stop and we'll pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for your love, your grace, your mercy. I pray you would help me. Uh, Lord, you know, Lord, what's on my heart, I pray you'd help me to uh, just uh, share the things you'd have for me to, and Lord, that I would uh, stay out of the way. And pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. I uh, preached in chapel today, preached out of this text and about this thought, and uh, I, I was well intended and ready to come home and uh, kind of take the afternoon off and, uh, and come in and hear Brother Greg, and uh, uh, Miss Sherry, in the middle of the day, she, she come to me and she said, uh, she said something about who's preaching tonight, and I said, well, Brother Greg's supposed to be preaching, and she said, and she just kind of got a funny look on her face. She said, I, I think I better check on that, and, uh, and sure enough, she texted him, and uh, he was heading home uh, with a migraine, and so it kind of the, the lot fell to us, uh, but uh, I was telling the kids in chapel today, uh, messages, I guess messages are developed or born in the heart of a preacher in a multitude of ways. Sometimes we Sometimes I've sat in the service and heard preaching and heard the Word of God, and the Lord spoke to me about a message and gave me a message. There have been times that I've listened to a song, and the Lord sort of spoke to me during the song or through the song and spoke to my heart about a message. 
And then sometimes we go through different situations in our life and God uses His Word to speak to our lives and, and there are messages that have been written that way. And then, uh, but now this message in particular, I, uh, I started something new, uh, well for me it's new this year, um, I started sort of journaling some of my prayers and uh, my, my not write, just kind of trying to write out the thoughts that are in my head. I've never been very... Uh, very well at writing, and, and, and it's something I want to improve on, and uh, been trying the last several years to look for areas of our life and find areas, it's not hard to find, but find areas we want to work on and be diligent about those things. So we began doing that, and I, I told the kids in chapel today that um, as I was doing that this week, one of the thoughts that I, as I was writing, I, I kept coming, Lord, your word said, thy word said, thy word said, thy word said. And, and that phrase, thy word, just began to ring over and over my head. And a couple of the verses that I had pinned down are found here in the 119th Psalm. And so I, you know, and, and I, know I, I went and searched for the phrase, thy word, and I found a, a multitude of times where the Bible just references and says, uh, thy word. In this text, we see several things about the word of God. Uh, we won't preach the whole text, and so it will be more devotional than, you know, a, a series. Um, but in verse number one, it said, blessed are the undefiled in the way. And so we talk, start talking about uh, these blessings that the psalmist is looking for and that he's looking for in his life. And he, and he refers to several things that are done to obtain those. One is in verse number one, he said that we're to walk in the, the law. In verse number two, he said, blessed are they that keep his testimonies and seek him with a whole heart. And so uh, there's a lot here that's talked about. Talked about our walk, talked about seeking him, talking about our heart. In verse number four, he talks about how that we're to keep his precepts diligently. And in verse number seven, he said, I will praise thee with the uprightness of my heart. The blessings of God, I think, are, are, are found in our lives. Are we, some, of the, some of the steps to finding these blessings are found in these verses, in our walk, in our keeping the testimony, in seeking the Lord with our whole heart, in uh, praising the Lord with our heart. We, I, preacher says this often, and I'm convinced that it's true. Uh, if we're behind on anything, I, I don't guess we're, uh, I don't know that we've, as far as I know, we've never been behind on our tithe. Uh, but, you know, we may be out one Sunday and give it the next week or something such as that. Uh, but, and, and there's a lot of things that I probably could say, hey, I've, I've not been behind in that regard. But one of them would be in praising God. Listen, if God does something in our lives, it is, it is more than uh, it is more than right to stop and thank God for what he's done. He said in verse number 8, he said, I will keep thy statutes. In verse number 9, he said, and here's where it kind of began to sink in. He said, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed hitherto according to thy word. The psalmist understood some things about the importance of thy word. In verse 11, he said, thy word have I hid in my heart. 
Uh, and, and so we see how the psalmist understood some things. Now, when we start talking about the Word of God, we see the importance or the emphasis on the Bible throughout, the, or the words of God throughout the Bible. I know that sounds redundant, but there's a lot of emphasis on the Word of God. I told our kids today, I was telling them, there's a lot, of, we talked very recently about the power of words, and it's so very true. And our words mean so much, and the things we say, they matter, and they count. But I'm going to tell you something, nothing is more important in our lives than the Word of God. And so it is, if, if there's that much emphasis placed on the Word of God, then it stands to reason the importance of putting and pouring those words into our lives. The psalmist understood this in importance, and it's listed throughout the Bible. Uh, we, we think about how in, the Bible said in John 1.1, 1, 1, he said, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. In John 1.14, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And so you know these things. You know these things to be true. We understand that the Word of God and God Himself are one and the same. That Christ was, uh, or was, or is the Word of God. He was the Word of God in the flesh, dwelling amongst us. So the emphasis, the importance of the Word of God. The, uh, the psalmist understood this. The first thing we see, and 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 I just begin to read all these places just in Psalm one nineteen that had made reference to Thy Word. In Psalm one nineteen, uh, we see the Thy Word and right living. The importance of thy word, talking about God's word, and right living. If you said to me, um, you know, I, my endeavor is to live right. And if you're a Christian and you don't have a desire to live right or be right with God, there's, some, there's, a, there's a spiritual issue that's going on that we must deal with. And the truth is, if we were going to be honest with ourselves, that it is not always as a prominent thought in our hearts and in our minds as it should be. But the psalmist in 119 has a lot to say about thy word and living right. In Psalm 119, verse number 9, he uses the term. He says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed thereto according to thy word. So the first thing we see is that if we're going to cleanse our ways, it comes from the word of God. Listen, it is putting the word of God in our lives that allows us to cleanse our life. I will tell you something. I, I, you can get dirty doing absolutely nothing. Now, I don't know about you, but I have to have a shower. I have to be clean. I have to clean up every day of my life, whether I'm working in the yard or I'm working at a desk. Why? Because just natural living, natural living causes dirt in our lives. Uh, Miss Marie was in the kitchen today, and she was in there, and she was cleaning up, and she, she made the statement, I don't know how in the world this place just gets dirty. And it just does. It just gets dirty right on its own, seemingly with nothing or nobody. It just happens and so listen we have a need in our lives to cleanse our lives how can a young man cleanse his ways it's only through the word of God 
It's not through good, good deeds. It's not through any other method other than the Word of God. In, in verse 11, he said, Thy Word. So we cleanse ourselves through the Word of God. In verse 11, he said, Thy Word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. The pastor was talking, I believe, he may have said this in his message on Sunday morning. He was talking about a set of verses that he was trying to memorize this year. It was a purpose in his heart to memorize new scripture. He's been pastoring for 45 years in the ministry, serving God all of these days. He has spent his life in for the cause of Christ. And the truth is, and even at that point, he's saying, hey, I, there is a need in my life to memorize the Word of God. Why? Because of this truth. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. If I'm going to be right with God, if I'm going to understand the importance of thy word and right living, I must hide the word of God in my heart. In Psalm 119, verse 16, he said, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. If we're going to live right, we've got, it's, it only comes through the word of God. In Psalm 119, 101, he said, I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. He's talking about living right and his word. So we're to cleanse ourselves. We're to hide the word of God in, in our heart. And we're to keep our feet from evil. There's some things that we, we just can't participate in. There's some areas of our life that, that we have to keep refrained and restrained and control the direction and the path that we trod. Why? In an effort and an endeavor to be right with God. I want to be right with the Lord. More than I want to be right with anybody, I want a right relationship with him. Psalm 119, 148, he said, Mine eyes prevent uh, uh, the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. I read this. This is not mine, but I read this in one of my commentaries. He said, he said that this, mine eyes prevent, talking about this night watches. He says, it, it talks about the night watches, how that they were, how the Jews divided their time. This, that, that verse there is a reference to how that, that the psalmist was up early in the night watches in order, to, in order to ensure that he was going to be able to follow God. There's some, there, there's some there has to be a time and a place where I dedicate myself to the Word of God in order for me to stay right with God. Not stay saved, but have a, have a right relationship between me and the Lord. And so here's some things that we see. We see this, we see this, thy word and right living. And then we also see thy word and life itself. So the psalmist is placing a great importance on the word of God. I think if there's anything that we can do this, this coming year uh, to go further, grow more, to be more of what the Lord wants us to be is to put, is, is to put a greater emphasis on the word of God. You say, well, I don't know how we can do that. Well, I may not understand it either, but I'm going to tell you something. We must have a greater emphasis in our lives on his word. Thy word in it, life itself. In Psalm 119, verse 17, the psalmist said, Deal bountifully with, my, with thy servant that I may live and keep thy word. In Psalm 119, 25, he said, My soul cleaveth unto dust. Quicken, he said, listen to me now. He said, quicken thou me according to thy word. In Psalm 119, 107, he said, I'm afflicted very much. He said, quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. 
In Psalm 119, 50, he said, This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. In Psalm 119, 154, he said, Plead my cause and deliver me, quicken me according to thy word. My life, our life, is about the Word of God. My life is in the words of God. It is, the, it is not just the words of eternal life, but it is the words of my present life. The life that I now live, it's in the Word of God. All that I have, all that I am, all that I'll ever be is because of God. It's because of His Word. That Word, Thy Word, and life itself. And we're going quickly and you won't complain. So they said, he said, thy word and right living, thy word and life itself. Then we also notice the psalm referred and talked about and correlated thy word and mercy. In Psalm 119.41, he said, let thy mercies come unto, uh, also unto me, O Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. So the mercies of God and the Word of God, they're synonymous. I told the kids this morning or this afternoon in chapel, I told them, I said, mercy is when I do not get the things I deserve. I deserve judgment. I deserve death. I, deserve, I certainly don't deserve the blessings of God. But mercy is when God does not give me what I deserve. When our child has done something and and, and, I, and I did this with both of my children when they've done something and we come in and it's, it's time for that, that, that corporal punishment, that, that, that whipping that Jonathan was talking about a while ago. Now, he, I agree with him. There, there, there are a lot more kids that need a lot more beatings than have got them. And uh, I, I, I got my fair share. And so I don't feel like I need any more than I already had. I'm not signing up. I'm not going back to revisit any of those things. I'm done past those days. I, uh, well, unfortunately, uh, any kind of discipline I get now doesn't come from my father. It comes from a different source, and, and it's, far, it's far more serious. I'm not talking about my wife either. But we bring the children in, and what do we do? We tell them, now the truth is, you have done this, and you deserve this. And I've, and I've sat both of them down, right, wrong, maybe, and I may have just been too tired to do what I needed to do. But I've told them, I said, listen, I'm not going to do it. And this is an example of mercy. Oh, how merciful God has been to us. How merciful God has been to us. And, and several times, uh, the psalmist in 119 refers, he, he, he puts together being merciful and the Word of God. Mercy is found in the Word. His mercy is found in the words of God. In 119.58, he said, I entreat thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. Lord, be merciful to me according to thy word. Listen, Lord, I, listen, don't, I know what I deserve. I know what I've earned. But Lord, we're pleading for mercy based on your word. In Psalm 119.76, he said, Let I pray thee, thy mercy, that merciful kindness be for my comfort according to thy word unto thy servant. So thy word and mercy. Thy word and mercy. Thy word and life itself. Thy word and right living. We see these truths that are found in the word of God. 
And then the fourth thing that we notice and we see, and we may be done early, and that that'll still be pleasant, huh? I, I don't want JD to be the absolute favorite. I can't I can't let that be happening. And uh, Steve said the other day, Stephen said the other day, he come up and said, he said, listen, I, I don't care who preaches, but I vote for JD. And uh, we know what he did that for. We see, so we see the word in mercy, and then we see the word and hope. He said, thy word and hope. The word hope in the Psalm, when Psalm 119, and most of the places in the Bible, means to tarry to, or to put our trust in. I was trying to convey this to the students and I was trying to tell them it's hope in the Bible is not the same thing as I hope my team wins. I hope it, it doesn't rain tomorrow. I hope that we're successful in our endeavors. I hope it is, it's not happenstance. It's not chance. It's not a roll of the dice. It's not, a, it's not, some, it, it, it's not the same. It's not at all the same. Hope in the Bible is talking about that, we're to, that we are putting our trust in. And it is the Word of God, listen, that we're able to have a hope. If your hope is in uh, the preacher, then listen, that may be a good thing, uh, but the preacher inevitably will let you down. If your hope is in your parents, at some point they will let you down. If your hope is in the politician, they will let you down. If your hope is in society, your spouse, your children, whatever the cause is, if your hope is in that, listen, they, they may do well, they may do poorly but our hope our trust is in thy word oh listen uh, I just want you to know starting this new year who knows what will happen who knows where we'll be in six months who knows what will happen over the course of this year what trials we may face what obstacles may come up what what uh, things may go on in our life in our community in our country but I'm telling you according to thy word I have a hope I have a hope. I have something to put my trust in. Several times here, he talks about this. In Psalm 119, verse 43, he said, And take not the, uh, the word of truth uh, out of my, mouth, uh, of my mouth, for I have, hoped, I have hoped in thy judgments. I'm trusting, I'm resting, I'm dependent on thy judgments. <clears throat> in, in Psalm 119, 49, he said, remember the word unto thy servant upon which thou hast caused me to hope. Remember what you said. Remember your words. Remember your words because that is what I put my trust in. That is what I put my hope in. I don't know what's going on in your, own in your life. I don't know what your fears are, what your disappointments are. I don't know what your struggles are, whether it's financial, if it's spiritual, if it's emotional. I don't know if it's in the family, but I know this, that you have a hope in the Word of God. You can trust in it. It's more secure than anything else that you'll ever experience in your life. He said in Psalm 119, 14, he said, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope, I hope in thy word. I put my trust. I wait. Oh, listen, one of the, one of the words that they, that they used in the Strong's to describe the word hope there is the word wait. I wait in thy word. Listen, I, I, I'm not a very patient person. I like to be in control. I like to know the outcome before we get started. 
Because in that, I, I, we, we find, and that's normal, that's natural. I, I'm not unique in that regard. Maybe in others, but not in that. It is normal to feel that way, but I'm telling you something, that we put our trust, we wait upon the Lord. We Listen, I don't, listen, I'm telling you, I, I know this, I know the Lord's going to come back. I know He's coming again. I know He's going to re reunite us uh, one day. Uh, our loved ones that have gone on, we'll all be regathered together, and I have a hope in that. I have a hope that he's going to supply my every need. Preacher talked for years about uh, uh, honey and stuff going to such and such a sop and, and how expensive food is and it seems prophetic today when you go in the grocery store but I don't care what they do with the prices. I'm telling you that my hope in, my, in every aspect of my life is in thy word. So I want to tell you something. Whether you're hoping for your children to come home or your children to get right with God, I don't, listen, my hope, I'm waiting on the Lord. I have a hope. He said in Psalm 119, verse 16, uphold me according unto thy hope or thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. In Psalm 119, 42, he said, so shall I wherewith to answer him that reproach, reproach me for I trust. Now it's not, it's not, he didn't use the word hope here, but he says, I trust in thy word. I'm trusting in the word of God. I'm trusting in the word of God. So what are we talking about? I'm talking about thy word. So we see how that his, the, thy word and hope are connected. And then we see thy word and direction. These are two, two more quickly and we'll be done. Thy word and direction. In Psalm 119, 105, he said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I've talked about this before, and I'm fully convinced that when he said that thy word is a lamp unto my feet, that sometimes God shows me my next step. Sometimes God reveals to me my next, all I can see is the next step. All I can see, listen, I don't know what next week holds. I don't know what's going on with next month. I just know the next thing for me to do. Sometimes God just shows me the next step. Sometimes God lets me see a direction, a path for my life. He said, Thy word, thy word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In Psalm 119, 133, said this, Order my steps in thy word. Listen, I need God in my direction. I need to, listen, if someone comes and says, if I say, if you say, if anyone says, that they, that they don't know what the will of God is for their life. They don't know what's going on in their life. They don't, they don't understand what, uh, what, what's, what's, why is all these things going on. They don't understand what God's doing. And we're not in the word of God. We're not, we're not in thy word. Then our, the truth is, I really don't want to know. I'm just crying. I'm just griping. I'm just complaining. Because what I understand from this is the psalmist knew that the direction for his life came from his word. It came from his word. 
He said, thy word, thy word and thy direction. And then we think about thy word and our foundation. He said in Psalm 119.89, he said, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Well, Psalm 119.160, he said, thy word is true from the beginning. And every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. I have, it is his word that gives us a solid foundation. It gives us something that we know isn't going to move. It isn't going to change. So many things change so rapidly. But it is the word of God. It is thy word that gives us our foundation. When your life seems unstable, it is the Word of God that gives us a foundation. Why? What, are we, what, what, is the, what is the purpose of this? The purpose, I'm convinced, at least tonight, for tonight's sake, <clears throat> is the, the psalmist understood the importance of thy Word. I think... I'm convinced that one of the things that we have, we, I, me, have to do is put more of his word in us than ever before. There's a lot of unstable things in our lives. There's a lot of, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how we're going to make it. I don't know what's happening, but I want to tell you something. It is the word of God that gives us stability. It is the Word of God that gives us comfort. It's the Word of God that gives us rest. It's the Word of God that gives us hope. I'll be honest. I feel like there's a lot, there have been a lot of days I didn't read my Bible like I should. I didn't pour the Word of God in my life. Preacher has promoted and pushed and preached and prompted for years about having a Bible reading time. Read your Bible. Study the Word of God. It's not so that he can stand in, in the preacher's fellowship. He didn't even take the time to go to those things. He's so occupied with the ministry here. He, did, he didn't take the time to even, it's not for, it's, it's, you know why? Because he understands what the word of thy word does in our life. What you're struggling with, what you don't know how to deal with, what you don't know how to give to God, what is bothering you, what keeps you up at night. Oh, Lord, listen, I'm telling you, it is thy word that will help us. He said, thy word. Think about the word of God. Think about how, that he, how God said, let there be light, and there was light. And all that was created was created at the power of his word. When he said in, on the boat in Mark 4.39, he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto, uh, said unto the sea, Peace be still. It was at his word that he calmed the storm. It was at his word that he healed the sick and caused the lame to walk and the blind to see and raised the dead. And it was at his word that he saved you and me. It's his word. I, we, we, listen, I hope we get to do more. I, man, what a great, listen, in spite of all the things, the difficulties we've had, what a great year God has given us this past year, how blessed God has, has poured out uh, His blessings on our church. But for all that's going on, I'm telling you what means the most. It is the thy word. Chris Burt, 
brought his boys over yesterday, and we scrimmaged with them, with our boys in the gym. I was texting him early this morning, thanking him for coming over and enjoyed the fellowship. And he said, and he said to me, he said, uh, I, I've been thinking about something. And I, and, I, and I told him what Preacher has said so many times. I said, Preacher says, I said that a lot, that our ministries are not in competition, but we're complementary. And he said, you know, I've been thinking about this, and I kind of would like to get the second men together. He means us that do the other 75%. And he had got a whole, he had talked to the guy from over at Bemis and, and was going to try to talk to a man over in faith, and he said, do you think we just get together and pray? We, we, need, we need revival in our community. Man, my heart just, I, I, I was thrilled. If you want to come, it'll be 6.15 next Tuesday morning. You come on. Probably won't be there, will you? You can pray later. You don't have to pray at 6.15. There's nothing spiritual about 6.15, I don't guess. But I'm going to tell you something. What our community needs is the Word of God. What our churches need is the Word of God. Thy Word, Thy Word, Thy Word, Thy Word. The psalmist understood the importance of thy word. In the coming year, my prayer for my life is that I would have a greater burden and understanding for and of thy word. If God's going to use our lives, if he's going to use impact, if he's going to use uh, our, our vacation Bible school, if he's going to use this Christian school, if he's going to use the Sunday school program, if any of the things that we're doing, if he's going to use them, it'll be at the power of his word. Let's stand to our feet. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes closed. It's Wednesday night. It is prayer meeting. And there's a lot to pray for. You might want to come and pray. Pray for our pastor. Pray for those that have been sick. Pray for our local, some of our local churches. Preacher talked about some of these ones that were having sicknesses in and out of their church. Pray for the ministries of the church. All that God would help us. Thy word.